Good morning, Murray Walker. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. I came to the first one and I've been to all the others since. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Gentlemen, start your engine! Good afternoon, Radio For those who don't know, Radio Hotman, thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical, uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotman. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Good afternoon, Radio ジェイムズ、ジェイムズ、ジェイムズ、ジェイムズ、ジェイムズ、ジェイムズ、ジェイムズ、ジェイムズ、ジェイムズ、ジェイムズ、ジェイムズ、ジェイムズ、ジェイ
sure you're going to concur with me, JP, after Good. your return right. uh, from uh, a nice, rather, uh, holiday up in the uh, Queensland coast. Yes. The sunshine that didn't exist. Um, coast, yeah. But last night, having put my hand up a couple of months ago, I ventured to my first cooking class. Southern oh, yeah. Indian, no less. Southern Indian. Now, it was to be held at Loretto College around the corner, so I thought, that's a good old stagger home, no need to take the car. Absolutely But then right. it was moved to Uradler. Uradler? Uradler. <laughs> From Loretto College? <laughs> that's a water bag. I know. And then to Mor- Morialta. Oh, up, right. up on... Yeah. Smelly Road. Tilly Soames. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Draper Country. No, that was the sister of the girl killed in the Goldfinger movie. <laughs> but, anyway. But. But. And I feel that uh, guilty by admission, and I rang the WEA today saying, indicating my displeasure, Rust, uh, that the chef, the lady behind the name, who, who, incidentally, has been um, working there for years and have never had any complaints... Right. Although I did stress up front that I wasn't complaining. Yes. Yet it was taken as a complaint that she's a vegetarian and only cooks vegetarian dishes. Well, was there anything in the thing in the preamble? No, nothing whatsoever. And I thought, oh, that's I'm rude. not okay about that. No, and then enough. she pushed a vegetarian book. Yeah. And I'm really not interested in ladies' fingers, no. Indian style. I'm, ha- I'm okay with the doci. And uh, uh, oh, it's all good, and and she can you can put anything you like in it. Oh, and I went, that's, that's one fine. Of those. And then I, right. and she said, "Has anyone been cooking any Indian food?" And I said, "I have, but recently, my most adventurous one where I ground up the spices was a chicken jalfrezi, and I like the old jalfrezi, right, with a bit of capsicum in it, you know. Yep. And um, it was very good, but it didn't quite have the depth and tang, maybe not enough tamarind or something or that." You know, that sort of sweet, that and soury and that's taste. The, that's the thing that you go to an Indian cooking class for, to, to get to those tips. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So, didn't get that. Didn't get that flavour in there. And then I said, I thought to myself, hmm, this is the sort of thing I want to cook. Now, granted, she's, here's, here's her recipe book. Oh, you need provided. Recipe book? Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's, 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 look, you're going you're gonna to like cabbage vada. Um Parma, potato uh-huh. curry, lentil curry, coconut chutney, lemon rice, tomato rasam, avril curry, sago vada, alu bonda. I don't want to fucking eat any of that shit. <laughs> I want some meat. <laughs> Whatever and happened so, to a nice beef vindaloo? That's what I want well, to know. The, well, I'll tell you. <laughs> that was another question. And don't get me sidetracked, because I'll get on the beef later. Right. Because there ain't no beef over there. <laughs> well, because, you know, the cow's sacred. Sacred cows, that's right. That's right. Um, and I said, well, I wanted to sort of learn that. She goes, well, you can bring any recipe you like here, anything you like. And, uh, and, and this is not the indicative uh, conversation that I have like this, but there was hand-waving and uh, a, a, a downtrodden husband appeared. <laughs> a downtrodden <laughs> <laughs> Looking a bit shaky in his boots, and I went, you're in trouble. And he went, I know, always. <laughs> and this will be to the back to work on a 17-year-old PC. And um, I, was, I was unhappy about that, but she said, oh, I can help you with anything. I said, but how could you tell me what chicken Joffrezi tastes like if you don't eat chicken? 
She goes, oh, well, I taste the sauce for first, but then I will not try it. So, but it's, I mean, you're only doing Joffrezi, and I didn't know there was a lamb Joffrezi, or a prawn Joffrezi, or mm. fish Joffrezi. And the flavour of the meat affects the flavour of the dish. I feel that there's a bit of jippage going on. <laughs> and, um, and furthermore, she then went on to say, I don't know why I live in this country. 41 years I've been here with my husband. 26 years of all this English. Maybe I'll go back. We have lots of property. I went, who cares? I don't want to know about your portfolio. I want you to cook some meat. <laughs> so as I made my hasty exit at 10 to 9, because the show didn't finish till 11, till 10, because I needed to go and get some... M-E-A-T. Can you say that? <laughs> For dinner. Yes. Uh, at the shop before it shuts. And uh, and I said, look, uh, just to re-clarify that in front of everybody, look, can we can bring our own stuff. She goes, oh, I really want you to stick to the book, but okay, maybe we can do this one. So when I rang the WEA today to tell yeah. them of my unhappiness, but not making a complaint, which they pointed out that they've never had a complaint before, and right. we'll take it on board, but you know, I said, no, I asked for a refund. Just someone who understands me. I think, do you get my proof? Yeah. So the question is, JP, are they guilty of misrepresentation? What? Is it the non-4G <laughs> Indian deal? <laughs> well, obviously it is. But, I mean... Or is it? <laughs> well, could you get the ACCC onto it? Is that the and Australian curry... <laughs> curry crunches. Curry crunches and culinary society. <laughs> What is it? Well, I feel just the same thing. Yeah, well, as you would. I mean, I feel hyper bad about it. Hyper bad. There you go. A hydra bad. Hydra. Oh, oh, that's bad. That really is bad, bad. Uh, she would have fitted in well yesterday. Laney and I went for a drive, and we'd always wanted to do this drive because we'd been through there before, but we never actually stopped. And we stopped at Montville and Mullaney. These two really pretty historical little towns. You know Mullaney well because I've raced my dirt bike through there, well, there and it's go. on the hills above Caloundra. Yep. And, well, that's why she would have loved it so much because there we were walking up the high street, Mullaney, every second chops full of vegos. There was, <laughs> we're walking along the street, and there were these two little girls, and with their mothers, so two mothers, two girls, and the girls were forever running off into the bushes at the side of the road and everything else foraging making well, making a bit of a fuss and the mothers were going no, come on girls come on come on come on come on come on come on anyway they ended up dragging them into a vegetarian lunch shop oh. and i just said Lamy, look you can tell oh, vegetarian lunch again no, the girls are just trying to get out of it they're trying to avoid it better to throw yourself in front of a bus oh, i tell you I tell you, you show me a vegetarian restaurant and I'll show you some ugly lesbians. <laughs> well, there were a few of them in there as we walked past. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, absolutely not. But bean sprouts, I, 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 I draw the, you know, <laughs> cumbreth salad, that's enough for me. Uh, and those, you know, you go in and say, could I have a toasted ham cheese sandwich? <laughs> no. <laughs> and you go, look, couldn't I just have something that's a little bit less dense, dense, than Greenland <laughs> for breakfast With, you know, without and, lentils preferably and meat yeah well so I don't know not happy no. about that not that that's got anything to do with motorsport well it's cooking part it's sort of it's a, it's a barbecue offshoot well no I, I, oh, it's hard to explain it hard. Way. we'll get on to that yeah, later but I, I just I really I, I had to be in my bonnet about it this was this was the 
Now, let's see if we can get His Royalness, who? The Fogues. The Fogues. Oh, the Fogues. Oh, he'll tell it to you anyway about how he's. What? Oh, he's got to go everywhere. Had to go everywhere. He's going everywhere. Well, because he's been in the trade for 40 years. He's getting invites. <laughs> well, he's not doing much at the moment. Oh, hello, folks. Greetings, gentlemen. Fogois! <laughs> it's an iPad Fogois. How are you? I'm very well. Very well. How are you? I can't see you. No, you can't. We can't see you either. We can just see an old picture of you. I don't know whether it's with or without whiskers, like the the sun shining on you. Without. Without. You're talking to my dog. (laughs) I just see the lime green RS end of a RS focus. Oh, right. That's the old RS joke, is it? That's Hardy's photo. The RS end. (coughs) Mm, It's a good look. Folks, just so you know, from a technical perspective, you are actually out the back in uh, of the world headquarters here, the new world headquarters, which you uh, have a loving uh, relationship with, from uh, a not only a Wi-Fi smoking, wine drinking, and writing perspective, with a bit of sun and the dog, but we're on the uh, on the iPad on the AE1 network, which is um, rather uh, quite clever. But then again. Not as clever as you, having picked up the new Apple TV 3. I have. Wow, fun. Everything you said about my enthusiasm for your outdoor work area is very correct. The technical stuff, I have no idea what you're talking about, but the ambiance is perfect. Oh, that's good to hear. It'll be hard to compete with business class Qantas sitting next to Rick Kelly on the way to New York, though, won't it? I've no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, well, what about the serviettes, then? <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> I can pick them up in by the gross. <laughs> by the gross? <laughs> <Is that> right? <laughs> A couple of hundredweight. <laughs> 22 CWT. Well, luckily I've got, you know, Plenty. much higher baggage allowance so I can uh, drag them from one side of the Pacific to the other. Yes, Johnny, I am going to New York City on Qantas. With Rick Kelly. At the end, I will be accompanying, accompanying Rick Kelly and Kelly Racing Chief Executive John Crennan and some other miscreants to go to the New York International Auto Show to see the global launch of the Nissan Altima, which, um, as we know, has been long predicted as what the what Nissan's V8 supercar next year will resemble, at least in its body shape. So, aren't I a lucky boy? Yes, you are. I think you'll be getting the A380 with the stand-up bar. Mm. Well, that's interesting. I'll be very uh, keen to compare it with the A380 in Singapore Airlines guys, which I did a couple of years ago, almost a couple of years ago. Wasn't all that impressed. I, I'm oh. still pretty fond of the 747. You'll be even less impressed if you get the A380 with the fall-off wings, folks, let well, me no, tell it's, you. It's not getting with Nancy Walton. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, thank you. Let's take the positive view. 
<laughs> but they're type two cracks. That's right. They're only meant once, apparently. No, no, they don't, they don't affect they're anything. They're not great. They don't affect two. anything. It's the reverse of diabetes. Cracks. Nothing to worry about. But it is a case of the sublime to the ridiculous. Tomorrow morning, I'm off to Launceston for the Simmons Plains V8s. Yes. Uh, and I have to tell you, Launceston is in extraordinarily stark contrast to Big Apple. Right. However, on Monday morning, uh, so. however, folks, to be fair, Launceston has a rather more up-spec Qantas club. Really? Behind the counter. Under the, the, shoe, under the shoe, shoe locker. Well, it's not even, it's not even a Qantas club lounge. It's a Qantas regional lounge. I dated oh. last week when I was there. Regional. <laughs> regional lounge. I, I, but it's a, I've seen bigger closets, honestly. <laughs> Mind you, having said that, at least they have a lounge there, Virgin Australia, with whom I was flying, have no lounge. Right. With whom you were flying or with whom you are flying? Both. Right. In terms of last week when I was down in Launceston okay. and in Byron's and then again tomorrow right. when I'm going down I'm flying with Virgin. So. Sorry folks, you, you were down there, were you like doing a little bit of a, a historic reconnaissance work? or something or, or like you know like floundering around the Targa roads for some absurd reason? What is this? A folks like interrogation? <laughs> well after 40 <laughs> years you do. explain myself, yes I was down there last middle of last week driving the new model year 12 version of the nissan gtr oh, son nice. of godzilla and we flogged it mercilessly around some of the uh, the roads that are used in the target tasmania and it was um well it's an overused word but i'll tell you awesome was good. both the car but more particularly the roads but all under 100 k's of course oh of course Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, so, it's extraordinary. I mean, the GTR, you know, really doesn't have... It's got looks that a mother couldn't love, but in terms of driving on those sorts of roads, they're really, you know, twisty, windy, you know, buckled bitumen and off-camber and the whole catastrophe. I mean, it's it really is just extraordinary on that sort of road, much better than it is on the track, actually. We ended up... We had this great long loop out of Launceston up through... St Helens and then down to St Mary's and across and for the life of me I can't remember the names of the epic stages that we went through um, but we ended up back at Simmons Plains and did a few hot laps in the GTR there and um, it performed pretty well um, but what struck me is that you do a few laps of Simmons Plains and which in a V8 supercar the lap is under a minute you just realise how extraordinarily short that track is hmm. even in a High-performance road car and a race car it must be dizzying. The um, uh, the the Nissan R35 has had a, a, a couple of um, revisions over the last few years, and I think you actually did a um, you did a gig here with, with uh, Jeff Fisher from from Nissan a few years ago with the uh, Classic Adelaide. It was a, a 350Z then you, or 370. Yeah. It was when they introduced and, the 370. Wasn't and it? then you um, then you you've had a go of the R35. You know, uh, it hasn't visually changed very much since. But uh, how much better is the are the new uh, evolutions? I mean, is it just easier to drive quicker? Yeah, yeah, a bit more power, yeah. um, a bit more mid-range pickup. 
The ride has certainly improved. Just fiddle around with it. They've altered the weight distribution for right-hand drive models. Um, well, how do I explain it easily? Anyway, is they've, they've the altered the weight you... distribution so that, um, you know, there's more weight put over on the left side, So, which, yes. you know, on track days and things is great. It, you know, balances the thing out. If you've got a passenger, of course, it all goes belly up. Right. But it's made for, you know, track days and all that. And it's got sort of some asymmetrical suspension they've mounted yeah. um you know to sort of it's like corner weighting they've mounted the um the suspension on uh, on one corner effectively on the left upside down um so on the racetrack that makes it a little sharper out on the road no no discernible difference but the, the, the big difference is just a bit of refinement and it certainly it rides better um the clutchless transmission is smoother around town although you wouldn't exactly describe it as silken um road noise is very high still which you know with the high performance tires is to be expected but yeah i mean for 170 grand which is what it is now it's gone up uh, two or three thousand i mean it it represents unbeatable value for money in terms of sheer performance you know performance that rivals you know 911 turbos around the nurburgring um so if you're just looking out looking for sheer value for money in terms of bang for your buck i guess that you can't beat it but you know it's no Porsche 911 i'm afraid um folks this might be a bit of a a, a sort of a silly question but you know i'll put it as succinctly as i can is how hard is it to drive it and not crash it? I mean, how much does it try to not let you crash it? That, that's what I'm thinking yeah, that can you, you probably get for your 170k. Can you really feel the electronics intruding when you're pushing hard? No. No, in fact, very rarely pushing it hard, you know, over these target Tasmania roads that are, you know, serious bits of tarmac, you know, once or twice maybe that I can remember, you know, that the traction control or the ESC was activated and no matter how hard I was braking, never once did the anti-lock come in. So, I mean, to be honest, this is a car, the R35 GDR, that makes anyone look good, turns anyone into a super driver, you know, as long as you, you know, have a modicum, even a modicum of responsibility about you. You know, of course you can crash it. And if you did, it'd be a huge accident simply because you'd be going so quickly because it has such phenomenal grip in in road conditions. You know, no matter how fast you're you're going on a road, um, it, it, it's well within your capabilities. But you know, if you you start to push its limit, you know, you would be flirting with danger. But honestly, you'd have to be extraordinarily brave and. Uh, well, not even extraordinarily talented to get there. I mean, you know, that's, it is an extraordinary machine on those sorts of roads, and that's why in the past I've always been slightly quizzical as to why Nissan has done the press launch at racetracks. You know, initially when they launched it, the press launch was at Eastern Creek. All the thing did there was just understeer, like there was no tomorrow. Even, you know, their gun test driver, you know, um, Suzuki-san, you know, he took me for a hot lap and he was getting plough understeer and physically throwing it sideways, you know. Um, and then next time out was at Phillip Island, which is, you know, is actually a pretty good circuit for road cars. But even there, it was understeering quite a bit. Um, it was better at Simmons Plains, but it's 
out on the open road where the car really, really shines. You know, it's um, it's combination of um, neck snap, snapping performance, and it really is how it just rushes towards the horizon. The sheer grip it's got, um, how well it responds, um, is really, really, really shown to be in its element. You know, out on twisty back roads. You know, not so much in track day stuff where the car, frankly, is just, you know, it's pretty heavy. It's like 1.8 ton. Mm. So that means that it's quicker than the Focus then, I suppose. <laughs> Slightly. It'd be, it'd be close. Slightly. It'd be close. Yeah. Um, so, look, that's great, mate. Did you get so you understand why Tony Quinn, you know, routinely wins target this, target that? Well... I I think that you know you also got to go back to what you said. You know you've got to have a modicum of sense. And Tony's Tony's a pretty good steer. Like he's you know he's got lots of you know he's he's a, he's a hard charging driver. But as you said, if he's substantial cojones. If it, yeah, and if he's going to fuck up, it's going to be a big fuck up. And um, oh, no, it'll be a, it'll be a huge accident. But I I tell you you you'd have to be just almost crazy to get to the limit. You know I mean. In full race spec in Target Tasmania, full-on competition mode, you know, yes, you can see things going wrong. And, uh, you know, like any of these Target rallies, you know, the roads are such you just you don't want it to go wrong. You don't want to go off because there's no protection whatsoever. So um, it's a tribute to the talent of the drivers that, you know, relatively speaking, there are, there are a few accidents because, honestly, there are hazards at every turn. Well, uh, folks, we'll toast a glass to you um, for your uh, great for your big trip, trip overseas. Great trip overseas and very good of Nissan. But because the reason we're actually toasting, and, and I might say it is actually first class, not business. It is. Because, we've um, gone all very F- first class. FWM, what have you got there, mate? Oh, just a, a little Frenchy champagne I, uh, I picked up on my travels. A pretty limited release job. Um, mm. Obviously, very fancy bottle. Good it for, is. Uh, very fancy good bottle. It all. It's good for getting you under control, Hardy. Because um, FWBM's got his allowed to stay in Australia paperwork today. Oh, we didn't. He, he did. did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's so delighted, Mr. Fogues. I have. I, I spoke to people. Yeah. Told them under no circumstances. Don't let anybody in these days, I'm afraid, mate. Anybody. Apparently so. You know, I thought we brought enough of you in. in the Cheers, Andrew. Congratulations. Yeah. 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 Well done, mate. Good that's to have you on board. That's all right. So I'll be here for the next Clipsal as well, mate. Mm. That's very good. So, um, next step is citizenship, and you'll have to go and do your swearing in and plant. That's yeah, right. That's maybe, taking, that's maybe taking a step too far. I don't know if I want to commit myself to Australia that much just yet. <laughs> oh, do you get to have dual passports? Yes, I do. Oh, oh, hang on a minute. You're allowed to now. Mm. Oh, there you go. Uh, give it a couple uh, of years, you'll be up there. Happy to know, Andrew, that I am eligible for a British passport. Yeah, well, they going to let you in, I'll tell you. Well, because of your pompousness. <laughs> My royal bearing. That's right. All right, folks, notice what time. Tell us about what's going on in Tasmania. What's your prognosis, doctor? Um, give us the oil. What do you reckon, folks? Well, it looks like Ford Performance Racing may finally have cracked it. They've been the form team since late last year. Continued that at Clipsal and at the Grand Prix. So, Davo and Frosty. 100K, and thanks very much. Looking good. And don't mm. forget, you know, past couple of years, that Bottolo Falcon, the, the third 
FBR car has been uh, astonishingly quick at Simmons Plains in the hands of Paul Dumbrell, so um, it should be suited to the track again and could be the breakout race meeting for young David Reynolds, but um, that's the way it looks. Can they keep it going? They've never been able to have a, you know such a long run before. Um, it must be annoying Triple Eight boss Roland Dane, um, their previously all-conquering form is, um, well, they're under a bit of pressure. And, um, you know, speaking of pressure, of course, HRT, Tand is still there doing what he does, but uh, Courtney at the absolute bottom of the points table and uh, after the nightmare of the Grand Prix where he tangled with Jamie Wincup and caused that carambolage... Yeah, he didn't get he didn't get much good publicity out of that, did he? Afterwards, Roland Dane came out guns ablaze, calling him overrated, overpaid, and over here, yep. which is a bit rich for an Irishman, I thought. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it should be good. I mean, Win Cup dominated last November. Um, bit different this time. It's a mixture of hard and soft tyres. Last time around, it was only just the soft tyres. Um, but yeah, few people. Um, under the magnifying glass, looking, you know, people looking at them to improve their performance, Courtney in particular, but um, who else have we got to look at? You know, the Gears, mm. pretty strong at the Grand Prix. He's got to break out and get some consistency. Kelly's are looking for strong performance. Holsworth, uh, he's got to live up to his pre-season hype. Um, yeah. As they say in the classics, guys, there's all to play for. <laughs> but folks, you know, is it fair that, like, you know, that Roland comes out and has a bitch and moan when when they have one run, one race to go south on them? And I mean, there's been, t- look, personally, you know, I've just felt too much winning going on in that team. And the 49-51% rules, what people want, they want a bit of change. And you know, do we need to see Winkers like you know, win more races? It would be nice to have some more people in, like you say. David Reynolds, or maybe even a random one like David Russell, who's getting a, a, a drive with the Pepsi Max car as a result of um, of, of, uh, of, of Greg having a, a sore back. As reported, a bad back again. Yes, yeah, David Network. Russell's a good young lad, promising driver. He's got a chance to shine. Yeah, yeah of course we don't want Triple Eight or any team dominating, and it's good that it'll be mixed up. It won't, you know. I mean, it'd be just as bad if FPR start dominating. I mean, you know, history would suggest. That's not going to happen, but um, as I may have suggested before, it's appearing that they've actually got everything working together now. They've always had all the resources, all the individual bits. Now it seems to be working all as a cohesive team, and that's good. But no, we, we want to mix it up. We want HRT to be back in there, particularly. Um, you know, you wouldn't mind seeing Russell Engel up there, uh, SBR, but good, Rogers, uh... Motorsport, the Kellys, you know... We want to mix it up, and you know it's the last year of the V8s that we've come to know and love before Car of the Future is is brought in next year. So, um, you know, the more variety we get this year, um, the better it will be. But maybe just Roland's playing the soap the soapbox, and you know, being being part of the the drama that that you know the the show is, because you know, whilst he whinges on one hand, you know, that was not probably really a whinge. You know, we'd be very happy to bank the check that Lucas Dumbrell will be sending up for the repair of Taz Douglas's spectacular accident. <laughs> well, I'm sure you won't be surprised to learn that Roland, of all the team principals, you know, or team owners, hates losing 
more than anyone or anything. He's never happy, and um, you know he's he's not averse to mouthing off when it suits him. But I thought that in this case it was you know it was particularly uh, vitriolic, um, and and also as a debatable. It was a debatable accident because if you talk to Courtney, he claims that wind cut, you know, cut across him, causing the shunt. So, it, I mean, it, did, it did look like it was James tipping him in slightly, but it was an unfortunate, you know, yeah, I'm just saying, concatenation you know, the of events. Yeah, the argument, happens, and they will both argue it out, so... Well, it's no different to Formula One, folks. We've had a bit of a change there, too. That's been good. It's been extraordinary, hasn't it, really? I so mean, what do you think about Perez? Well, I, I, he was always, you know, I mean, he was a promising young driver, but he certainly um, jumped out of the box at Malaysia. I mean, the Salvage team strategy was very clever, you know, getting him onto wets early on, positioned him, but his chase towards the end of, of Alonso was very threatening. I mean, he hadn't had a bit of a, a rush of blood to the head or whatever and run wide near the end. He certainly would have caught Alonso, whether he would have got past, um, I don't know, but... Yeah. It's good to have a, a new young driver pop out of the woodwork. Good for Sauber, who've been, you know, plodding along forever. And, um, of course, you know, it's just an extraordinary victory by Alonso, who, you know, is in a dog of a car. In fact, the wags around the Formula 1 pit, pit lane these days are calling it, I don't know what the name is, but the dog in that movie, Red Dog, <laughs> they're calling it that for obvious yeah, right. reasons. So <laughs> for him to extract a victory... Um, with a car that, you know, on its best day is, you know, fifth or sixth or something. Um, it's just another tribute to, you know, well, it, it underlines why I and many other Formula One observers regard Monzo as, as the most complete driver in Formula One at the moment. You know, he mightn't be the fastest, he mightn't be the absolute best, but he's the most complete driver. And a bit like Garth Tander in V8 Supercars, he can uh, extract results from his car that it has really has no business achieving. Well, I think uh, I think you know the the result was 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 interesting. But um, look, we uh, we we caught up with um, with Kimmy uh, Riken and had a bit of a chat with him to determine <laughs> what he what he had to say about it. Because uh, and uh, mate, look, I'll just let, play it for you and I'll just do it. Yeah, well, I'm really looking forward to a normal race. Um, you know, really, uh, you look at uh, last two races uh, uh, Australia. Um, well, it's uh, nobody have a frame of reference, and now they go to Malaysia. The uh, weather change, and uh, just think uh, we need to get to a normal race, and maybe uh, when we go to China, uh, we have a race, and uh, then things be better, and we understand where we all are. Because uh, if this is going to continue like this, um, I'm not happy and uh, we have to go back to crashing because I had steering problems there. I'm a bit suspicious, Hardy, because Kimi would never speak for that long. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, that, it's the new Kimi. That would be a dissertation. It's the new Kimi. Uh, yeah, the new Kimi's talking... Longer. More, but not that more. <laughs> he's, he's talking more. I'm a bit suspicious about that. I mean, it's his Rex well, owner. Uh, no, I had a had, I had a long chat to Kimi at the Grand Prix or before the Grand Prix. Sorry, a long chat. It was nine minutes, but right. Kimi minutes are like dog years. So, 
for anyone else, got... it would have been too airy. Uh, well, well, what did Kimmy say to you? Uh, and you could see that we, we could, he, we'd concur. I mean, he rang us afterwards, and you know, I don't want to be right. chasing him. And if you got nine minutes out of him, that's obviously four-page article in AA that you're going to write. <laughs> no, ran it to two. Two was the limit for that one, mate. We're not no, he doesn't have to write very long articles anymore because Stoney's eating into his, his column. And now, he, and now here he's cutting my grass here as well. He, and, and in fact, and in fact folks, he will be here very shortly to cut your grass. And when quizzed earlier in the day on the fact that um, uh, your column has been returned to its former glorious length, he went nut. For long. Yeah. Or <laughs> half a page next month, next week, half page ad. There you go. Half page. You'll, yeah, you'll be out with the swatting. Yeah, you'll be swatting in New York. Swatting with, yeah, in the Hamptons. <laughs> That's right. Getting revenge. Unbelievable. You know, he's a, a sketcher. You've had your 40 years, fuck off. Yes, yeah, 40 years, that's right. 40 years. I'm venerable. Right? Yeah. No respect. I always thought it was variable, but. Mate, you just, know. Just, de- just take the lid off one of those Bowden's shots and you won't feel a thing and I'll take over. You'll be frothing at the mouth. <laughs> well, like oh, a mad dog. I, yeah, I, where's my supply of them? I, they were all left behind. Well, we thought you stole them all, because like, I've got you no got window your, cleaner. You got your hand out. I did not. I have none. They were. Uh, they were delivered to you in a glad product. I must have left them behind at uh, Hot Lab headquarters world. Oh, well. So, uh, oh, so I should just turn around and reach over and get them, seeing I'm supposed to be there. But I, but your car never looked so good, though, folks, did it? Let's be honest. I mean, I saw those photos. It looked schmick. Just, never never just looked did so do good. a good job. Until yesterday when it got washed again. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. right. And, and, and the BMW? Oh, good. Oh, you got it back. Full suspension renewal. Yeah. Oh, no, you have to tell us the story. So you had a fang through the hills with it yet? No. Scott Pedder made a a very generous offer. Hardy. Yeah, yes. Sock in it. (laughs) Sock? Oh, it's all right. He's got a champagne cork. Will that do? Uh, Good. Uh, I don't want to be a cork, sir. The 35-year-old BMW is running... Fine, thank you very much. Oh, good. And we won't mention anything about, about suspension or no, no, seats. It's unnecessary, thank you very much. We don't need to Ricardo. expose my BMW's private life to everyone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we'll just talk about go. it offline then. <laughs> about how his ashtray was vacuumed. <laughs> <laughs> and polished. And the Velcro. Oh, but the toupee velcro was removed. <laughs> uh, right. So amusing. So amusing. Okay. Well, I think that's it then for us. Well, it's been real and it's been fun. It just hasn't been real fun. <laughs> yeah, thanks, folks. That's all right. I see... Uh, oh, sorry, I didn't formally greet you, JP. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, folks. <laughs> um, he didn't greet me can, at all. I can tell that you're very well. Went, Looking forward to uh, Tasmania and New York. Oh, he's gloating. You, you really need to get hold of one of those T-shirts, don't you, with, you know, like um, all the usual stuff, you know, London, New York, Paris, Launceston. Been there, done that. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, well, as I said earlier, it is the sublime to the ridiculous. I couldn't hardly imagine. You, you do, you do realise, you do realise that despite 
the Jack Daniels branding associated with the Kellys that they are teetotalers and frown, frown heavily and disassociate with those... Who that, guzzle that, wine. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's quite Young, uh, Well, Rick's very partial to his Red Bull, of course, but I know that Todd doesn't mind uh, the odd shot of Jack Daniels. Uh-huh. There you go. But when Actually, flying... Actually, good thing, we figure that Rick will be our designated driver in Manhattan so that when we cruise around the sports bars for which New York is famous, New York City, well, among many other things, um, we'll have Rick there to ferry us around so we can uh, we can get a bit untidy. Well, I, I hope that you will be ringing in on uh, Skype uh, with Rick and and, the, and and Todd and, and have a little bit of a chat post one of your messy bar nights. I we could try and do that, yes. I think that'd, that'd be excellent. I think it's important. You know, Is it? Get a frame of reference. Yeah. Well, next year, next Thursday will be, uh, um, well, very late. It'll be after the launch, so, won't it? Be so, so you'll have seen the car and all the rest of the stuff. Um, I will send you an email with a very good steakhouse recommendation should you wish to be able to you know, send them down that direction. And uh, please, photos of the food and uh, and a purloiner menu. That'll be very good, yes. We've already apparently got a long list of Stuff. fine dining establishments to visit, so uh, our host, Jeff Fisher, has already organised that. And, of course, on the plane on the way back, you can uh, rattle off the next article for Radio Hotlap. What? He's we'll put it up regular, on the website when you get back. His regular AA. That's it. No, no, not the AA one. <clears throat> uh, well, JP, I tend to I tend to concentrate on the ones that that pay actual money. Ah. Oh yeah, right. Good okay. on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good laugh. Ooh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'll look after you. I'll give you the love. Don't worry. Yeah, just, oh. He's just guffawing for for his air miles. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I do too. Anyway, we do. You're in love with Stony now, so he's. Ah, oh, no, we're not. So he hasn't fronted actually. He's, he's just around the corner. Doesn't rough. smoke as much. Brings a bottle of wine. And happy, happy to pay for dinner. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's just a grass cutter. Really. He is obviously. And yeah. In fact, he needs to get here because it hasn't been done since the clips. He's a good lad. I hope his book's doing well. Yeah, I hope his book's doing well. We'll probably find out a bit more later on if he ever gets here. Well, look, we've got, we're left, mate, um, you know, I'm going to have to let you go there because the, uh, the <laughs> salad sandwich has <laughs> turned up a little early uh, with a bit more egg than expected. And, um, but, but, you know, stand on the, say on the line, we'll have to get your number and your address to send you the consolation prize. <laughs> oh, can I get the door prize? Yeah, I get you the door. I need a door. The door, the door at ten thousand <laughs> meters. Is this a new door for the BMW? Thirty nine thousand foot door prize. <laughs> the A three eighty door. All right, Hardy, JP, and Andrew. See you, Mr. Folks. Cheers, folks. All the best, mate. Have a Good great trip, talk, lads. And I'll uh, try and check in from the Big Apple next next week as I. Um, yeah, we need we need them up. Look out from my hotel room over Central Park and uh, enjoying yeah, a cocktail. I'm sure it'll be a uh... cocktail. That's right. You know, if you can't do that, maybe up the front of a JetBlue airline. 
banging on the door. Yeah. I mean, really, this could come across on your part, Hardy, as jealousy, really. <laughs> oh, the J word. Oh, not the J curve, the J word. <laughs> You're such a bitch. The green-eyed monster. There you go. One green, one brown. Well, that's one green and one red, I. Yeah. Yeah, I don't Just really like want to dog. see the brown one, thank you. <laughs> right on. Boys, enjoy your evening. We, Give my best to Stoney. And you enjoy uh, Tasmania and New York. I'll try to, thank you. Right Cheers, on. folks. Speak soon. All is good oil next week. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye. Guys, mate. Cheers. Oh, mate, um, look, um, got some bad news for you. Um, Stoney's book is um, uh, not going quite as well as expected. He's just turned up, he's feeling rather depressed, but he is going to um, have to take over the entire page. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> you are a stirrer. I wouldn't. Hello, mate. You have Come to on, we'll do anything to help you. You have to remember that Fogarty invented me. Invented you. Yeah. 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 How are you, folks? Good, Stoney. No, you meant to go. A wedge between us. You meant to go get fucked. Can you believe it? I mean, how long have we known each other? Can't oh, count the pie. 36 years, something like that. We've been existing on the same page together. I spoke. <laughs> or, I, opposite each other, rather. No, I spoke to advertising at AAs today. And we're going to make a shorter ad so we can put more lineage on your, your column. How's that? But, but um, uh, having spoken well, Stoney during the day, we thought we might use... I uh, downloaded a new copy of um, uh, Adobe Photoshop 6, um, CS6, which, folks, you, you're more than welcome to download at no charge. Uh, just, you know, a gigabyte download. But it's got this very, very good, um, like, page curl filter. And page curl filters have been, you know, they were gone all right. Paul Ryan was, was the exponent the... of the and page we, curl. We, we just thought that, you know, if we just if devoted the entire um, folks page to Stony and just had a little bit of a, like, a page curl at the top with you poking <laughs> your head over going, get fucked. Um, <laughs> I, I reckon, really well. you, 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 you know, it could be... Yeah, it's the perfect opportunity for you to launch your own um, uh, blog, perhaps. Yeah, it's worth thinking about. <laughs> Let me have a think. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I am, I am very flattered, Stoney, that you should wish to place your ad for your fine publication on the same page as my column, so... Oh, that's what made it. I should see. The, I should see the positive side of it. Not well, it's really up to the advertising department in the AA. They sort of place me where they can. You know? but, but I mean, like with him swanning around the world, you know, courtesy of Nissan First Class yeah, and New York know, luxury apartments on the oh. you know, uh, uh, Central Park <laughs> West. I mean, Green who are we? Back. <laughs> who, are, <laughs> who are we to be chiseling his frequent flyer miles? Exactly. Yeah, right. Oh, yes, there's the man who's just come back from New Zealand. Oh, really? Uh, let's, uh, uh, let's, let's have a think about how far that was. <laughs> <laughs> the land of the long, wet cloud. Beats a bus ride to Port Adelaide, doesn't it? I don't go to Port Adelaide. Okay. Semaphore. <laughs> Semaphore. Oh, I like oh, trains. Oh, yeah. oh, I know you like trains. <laughs> oh. uh, uh, All right, thank you, folks.
Oh, that it? Yeah, yeah. Unless you want to do a little bit of tax on and just do if you quick. Come on, what's going on with your Apple TV? I would have a bit of banter with Stony, my old mate. Well, go yeah. have a bit of banter with Stony. Go for it. Because Stony, I'd love to hear you both bantering. So, what's up, Stony? How's the book doing? Is it moving? It is, it is moving, and it's moving as fast as I want it to. Because remember, I'm the packer. I'm also... <laughs> <laughs> You forget. He doesn't mean Kerry, by the way. Yeah, no, yeah. I've got a pack. Alpaca. Yeah. I had to make the special boxes to carry them and all that sort of thing. And I actually got an order today from Darwin, would you believe? It said, hey, you going, bloke? I want one of your books. <laughs> so, well, they're allowed to read up there, gosh. Yes, well, I was, yeah, well, they don't have to read. They just look at the pictures, don't they? Well, that's a good thing, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. well, that's always been my thing. You know that. <laughs> And how did you go at Phillip Island, the classic Look, it when was, I ran into uh, you? A, I've not been to Phillip Island before, and I had to take a text of colour and some makeup to sort of paint in their hair and put makeup to cover up the lines to recognise people. Um, but, I, yeah, it was lovely. I went to the dinner and I sat next to Fred and Christine Gibson, and it was absolutely delightful to sit with Freddie and just, just chat to him. Because he's a great... Uh, oh, we went to the dinner, did we? Oh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, now who's bloody green-eyed monster? Oh, I had to pay for it, <laughs> but it was really funny because Colin Bond was on our table. Oh, well, that explains why I didn't go. <laughs> and Bondy got into the white wine again. Do you remember at the old line in 1978? We were downstairs in the in the in the basement, and mm-hmm. and we were we were drinking with Colin Bond till about one o'clock in the morning. And someone said, "Bondy, you have to drive the next day," and he went out in the Cobra and won the race. Yes. <laughs> Those were the days, weren't they? My, which I, you know, of course, I can't remember it, so it must have been a good night. Oh, it was a good night. You <laughs> Many good nights at the old Melbourne. Who, who was the race driver who ended up owning that for a while? Uh, that was a guy called Howie Sangster. He yeah, it was from WA. He owned he owned the uh, uh, FW07, and he hung it. Remember, he hung it in the brewery bar. And, yeah. when, and when the Formula One teams came to Adelaide in 1985, the Williams team walked into the brewery bar and said, this is our bar, because they had a Williams <laughs> hanging over the bar. <laughs> yeah, no, Howie, I don't know what happened to Howie, I think he went back to uh, WA. But that FWA7, I assume, is the one that was running at uh, the Clipsal. Uh, possibly could be, yes. Because I think that came from WA, or a bloke restored it in WA. Yeah. I'm not sure, I'm not sure of the origins. And how is the old line these days? Is it still oh, a hot spot? They've totally revamped it. Uh, the, the, shirt, the skirts have got shorter and the boobs have got bigger. And when I walk in there, I'm totally invisible. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just the line nowadays. It's not the Scott, old line skirt anymore. The shorter old and wrong. boobs bigger. Well, it's flashback 1970s, isn't it? Well, really? It is a bit, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had some good times down there. I can remember going to the old line. I can never remember leaving it. No, I can't either. <laughs> Good night. Ah, those were the good old days, Tony, yes, you know. Oh. I opened up Moffat's, well, not Moffat's book, but someone's printed a book of Ian, Ian Smith's photographs of Alan Moffat. Mm-hmm. And there's a photo of, uh, of uh, Pauline Moffat sitting at uh, the, uh, the desk, timing desk in the, in the pits. And in the background, there's a Stony Mac T-shirt and me <laughs> chatting to someone. Uh, I mean, I've been immortalised. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to Ian Smith. She was hot back in the day. Oh, mate, yeah. Oh, I, I she said, was I, hot. I said to Adrian, uh, you know, who was the Mac part of Stony mm-hmm. Mac, um, I said, I think at that stage Pauline would have been about 32, 33, and she was a hot piece of property. Indeed. Mm. 
and bicycle face ever got hold of her. I've no idea. Sorry. <laughs> now, I got some footage. The I better other... not repeat that. I got some footage the other day. You oh, <laughs> right. you leave it on the plate. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, got some footage the other day of a race between all the top supercar sports cars, all in the line on an airfield, and who should be commentating the whole um, sh drag race was Angus McKenzie from Motor Trend. Oh really? Yes. This, this is a drag race between all the, all the top cars. You know, like um, Porsches, Audis. Um, Aston Martins um, and all sorts of um, hot, you know, what they call supercars, and they had a drag race at the uh, uh, along this airfield. And Where in South Australia? No, no, oh, this well, is in America. Oh right. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, well, he's a Angus is a big wheel at Motor Trend, and he's in the whole published Prime Media over there now. He's still he's got the, long hair. He's, yes. Yes. How did he uh, Former bank teller or something from from uh, South Australia. He's done well. He's um, yes, he was. He was circled with... the globe and been editor of. Well, I think he's the only person in the world who's been editor of Wheels magazine, car magazine in the UK, and yep, a major American car ma uh, motoring magazine, Motor Trend, and uh, I think he's now overseeing all of the pub the big publishing company, Prime Media, yep. all their um, digital media now because yep. the the Motor Trend move into you know. Uh, all their websites and um, iPad editions and um, online TV did so well it's being used as a model for the rest of the, uh, all the other publications yeah. that Prime Media puts out. So, yeah, he's um, the boy done good. Yes, I remember uh, Angus when he used to rally here in South Australia. He started at the uh, Mount Barker Courier and he said to me one day in about 1988, I think it was 88, he said, can I come to Bathurst with you? And I said, yeah, mate, you'll meet some people, you'll get on well. <laughs> Didn't he do well? <laughs> I reckon. Yes, well, he's climbed over a whole heap of us to get there, hasn't he? Mm. Angus McKenzie actually put it in the Murray River, uh, the, the Datsun 1600 was driving, because his navigator called a, called a corner and said, T-junction straight on. <laughs> and it went in the river. <laughs> That's oh, it. well, yeah. we've all been there. He's a, he's a pretty fair peddler, Angus. He's always been good and he's, he's always had a passion. Mm. Apart from yeah, I used no. to drive Alfa Romeos, but uh, um, uh, but yeah, it's good to see the lad. And uh, um, I asked uh, just recently, I think I asked Ray Berghaus how, uh, how our mate Peter McKay was going, and uh, he's struggling a bit, and uh, that's very sad to hear. Yeah, he's still up and about. I saw him um, at the Grand Prix. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, excellent. Oh, that's Typical good. McKay, very dry sense of humour. Oh, yeah. He's a bit like you. I always read your articles and I read his when he when I see them. And I always read between the lines because I know what you, you guys are actually saying between the lines, if you know what I mean. Who, me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I always read your stuff and I always say, now, what are, what's Fogs on about it? Yeah, what's he really, what's he really yeah. saying? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Fogs, how come you never got the opportunity to punter? Alpha Suda, a, a, a Mitsubishi Cordia, or a Nissan Pulsar. Oh, sorry. Pulsar. <laughs> oh, Around, you know, it's a bit of a celebrity driver somewhere. I know, yes, you got a little BMW gig once, but, you know, Peter McKay, he was a bit handy. Well, it was sort of a group of them, like Bob Jennings and Peter McKay, who actually did quite a mm. bit of driving. Uh, they both went to Macau Grand Prix. I think Peter did quite well there in a... In a... Yeah. In a, in a some sort of, 
I think it might have been a Toyota, from memory. What what happened, folks? Did you you didn't get the gig? Um. Oh, folks is a bit like me. I mean, we we don't go to motor racing to watch motor racing. We go there for the politics. Yeah, I was yeah, <laughs> pretty true. I'm too busy, you know, drinking and digging out what's happening to um, to really get into. It wasn't until sort of relatively later, and and don't forget, I spent a long time away from the country, sort of effectively from well, effectively from '87 through to well, even earlier, really, yeah. but effectively '87 through to 2003. Yeah. I was living overseas, so the opportunities to pick up. Celebrity gigs here, apart from a couple of times at the Grand Prix in the what the media celebrity race, not even the BMW celebrity race itself. And I did a couple of Fiesta celebrity races in um, in the UK, and that's it. But you know, I love driving, as you know. But you know, my expertise is is um, writing about it and yeah. being cynical. Um, Certainly you know, no good on the go kart track. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to say something. Oh, like, oh really, John? I was waiting for yeah. someone to say something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Barely, yeah. You barely had a nappy <laughs> when it come to getting on that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. seem to remember yeah. that way when we hosed you. Yeah, oh, right, yeah. No, no, um, actually, that, the reason I was behind, because I was coming up to lap you. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, we'll, we'll have to settle this once and for all, won't we? Well, <laughs> how will that be? Well, we'll have a... A grudge match. Yeah. <laughs> I a think challenge. I, there's a very nice track at Road America in Wisconsin at Lake Elkhart. Yes. And and we can have a nice dinner as well on the lake. What? In Wisconsin, what's that? Cheese, isn't it? Cheese. Yeah, watch the Green Bay Packers at Sheboygan. Yeah. Is there a cart track at Road America? There is a cart track at Road America, and it's actually uphill and down dale. It's actually a, a beauty. Um, and, um, in fact, had a very good tussle there in with the same vein with International Paulie, <laughs> where um, he was... Um, yeah, how's he in a cut? You're just um, on, the, on, the, on the, 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 the talk about international trips... Um, because it's going to be pretty busy for you, and it's just come to my attention hall that uh, no doubt, as soon as you get back, we probably both will be heading stateside for Indy 500, which um, will then be dragging us into the um, 24 hours of Le Mans with International Pauly. That's the plan, Hardy. Um, End of May, off to the Indy 500, and then... Well, potentially a big run as the Detroit Grand Prix the next weekend, Canadian Grand Prix after that, and then Le Mans. And I'm definitely, in fact, moving today, made another move to be very close to being at Le Mans 24 hours. And that would have been something to do with Nissan, of course. Yeah. Well, that's funny you should say that because of the <laughs> Nissan engine associated with international <laughs> Hello? What is this? What do you mean? I'm reduced to a bag carrier now. Is that is it? a media watch? Media watch. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> media. Oh, I love it. Media bitch. <laughs> yeah. So back to the Detroit Grand Prix with Mike. I'm pulling off because the bloody axles are wrong, Brudnell. Yes. Aussie and expat Aussie and motorsports writer for the the Detroit Free Press newspaper. I don't have my hairdresser. He's a mean cart racer. 
Is there a teddy? I mean, mate, no you didn't say then. You cut you off. <laughs> I mean, cut. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, right, what is it you can't face anyway? Maria. <laughs> <laughs> Sound of music. Look it up. Hey, People yeah, on Google. What is it you can't face him, Maria? Yeah. <laughs> Clearly we're getting an X rating for this one. <laughs> well, <clears throat> could be. Well, I had to take that word off the Nicky Lauder cartoon when I put it in the book. I had to change the last word to prick because mm. uh, I didn't think the other word was uh, appropriate for general publication. No, but yeah. I've got a copy of your original which has... Yes. It's uh-huh. the unexpurgated version, as they say. Mm. Hanging above the bog. In your... Yes. No less. In, in your... And it has hung above every toilet I've had since... Well, when was that, John? About 77? Uh, no, I didn't I didn't actually draw the cartoon about Nicky Lauder until 78 when I got back to Australia. And uh, um, so it was 78. Oh, I was a year out. We'll, we'll quibble. Yeah. So anyway, it's been hanging out in my toilet for a long time. <clears throat> I'd like a dollar for every every copy that went around the world. Did, did, um, Mine was an authorised copy. You it did was. it. Correct. Did yeah. Nicky say that? Um, according to Mike Dutson, who did an expose on Nicky for Motorsport magazine, he has mellowed over the years and has accepted the fact that that, that cartoon exists. Quite <laughs> louder, he... Mellowing can do. Yes. Can't have a com- could never have a conversation without effing and blinding. <laughs> he was hardly a choir boy, you know, his sensitive little ear, or ear, sorry... I, I, being a big fan of... Wouldn't have been affected. Yeah, well, apparently, uh, the story I heard from Dudson was on the anniversary, I think the 30th anniversary of his crash at Nürburgring, his mates got together and took him down to Nürburgring for a barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and they got a pig's ear and actually cooked it on the barbecue. Are you serious? Yeah, no, this, it, I'm, I'm only getting yeah, this from he's Dudson. Got a, he's, got a, he's got a loose sense of humour. He's got a very good sense of humour, yeah. And he said, I lost the world championship in my ear in, the, in one race. <laughs> well, famously, Nicky Ladder, too, and, you know, some reporter has bowled up to him and said, look, you know, Nicky, um, you know, essentially, you know, what do you think about the fact that, you know, that uh, according to the official results, that na- that race never happened, you know, because it was declared and didn't go far enough. So he said, oh, so what? So I suppose I didn't have the accident that nearly killed me, eh? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, good point. Um, he doesn't suffer fools gladly. No, that's what I love about him. Uh, he got always... into the airline business before he lost more money. <laughs> well, he ended up making a lot of money. Yes, that he, he sold out to his... You know, he set up in opposition to Austrian Airlines, who had a, you know, a monopoly on travel, state-owned airline. And mm. in the end, he ended up selling selling his airline to them, having given them the fits for twenty odd years. Right. Yes, he so, did. And, and more ironically, I think Louder Air now has, has been absorbed into Lufthansa of all things. <laughs> the most not on-time airline in the world, apparently. All right. Well, after JetBlue. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, it's going to be interesting that um, Ron Howard, you know, the <laughs> Richie Cunningham from yes. uh, Happy Days fame, but, you know, obviously well better known these days as, as a, a movie producer, movie um, director, yes, is putting together this uh, movie called Rush. Yes, I've heard, which, mm, yeah, I've heard about that too. It's about the battle in 
1976 between James Hunt and Nicky Lauder for the World Championship and the whole catastrophe that goes with it. But it's, um, I, I think it could be, you know, the first time a, a movie, um, as opposed to a documentary about motor racing, could actually come off and appeal to not only a general audience, you know, who are easily pleased and were happy with things like Days of Thunder, but it could also appeal to um, motor racing enthusiasts. And it's interesting that Chris Hemsworth, the Aussie, um, who plays Thor, mm. uh, is playing Hunt and looks... Uh, quite persuasive in the role as well so oh, that'll be one to to look out for i i, I don't know i gadget i imagine it's what it's released probably next year or maybe even 2014 but anyway motor racing is suddenly um a hot topic which for is filmmakers. for for us fellows who follow the sport more closely i suppose we'll be interested to look at the how it was made <laughs> yeah. well, as opposed to the but although that you know it's uh, uh, the center movie you seem to attract more women than men uh, I think the center movie uh, probably uh, um, instigated that because that, I, I I think that was a, a very good documentary movie it was uh, brilliant I, I saw footage in that and I believe there's footage in this rush ma uh, movie that uh, uh, we've never seen before you know oh, that'll be good actuality so uh, uh, yeah I believe it's uh, coming together quite well I see um, on that topic that Senna's Tolman is uh, going up for auction at Silverstone in May. Auction. Auction. Mm. An auction, yes. Au auction. If you're a prom, you say auction, because it's an AU. You don't you do, do the Aussie auction thing. Well, that was the problem with Lauder's name. In, in Australia here, they used to call him Nicky Lauder, as AU mm. is in laundry. <laughs> and that's why that's why I did the cartoon because they were pronouncing his name wrong. They were calling him Nicky Lauder. Oh, that's gold. <laughs> you should do a special anniversary edition of that cartoon, John. Yeah, limited edition sign. Oh. You'd probably get Nicky to sign it as well. Would too. Yeah, yeah he'd, be, he'd be up for it. Well, that's what that one in the book is. It's a thirtieth anniversary of the of the cartoon. But somewhat changed. But uh, um, yeah, funny, isn't it? For a small commission, I will be happy to broker this deal. Okay. <laughs> well, we've got a couple of other deals we've got to do before we die, folks. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, we better get a move on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, th I'm thinking that. I think there could be like also the scratchy version that over the word prick could reveal the truth. The real word. You just scratch it off. And under there are secret code. A QR you code mean, that people can pick up with their pick up with their um iPhones to in a lunch with having phones. a yeah, like buying, phones. buying lots of wine. On a on a on a flight somewhere. Just scratch and sniff and uh, this to reveal the smell of burning flesh. <laughs> Oh dear! <laughs> what is it? You can't We're getting play. bad now, aren't we? Well, it's taken me thirty years to live that cartoon down. I mean, you heard the story about the the, the Greek who said one little goat. Mine was just one little cartoon, you know. <laughs> Look, that's great. He's ended himself. He it's, has. It's a perfect exit strategy for Vice, well, isn't it? It's perfect. Has he? He's just cut himself off, and that's good. As he does. I'm sorry I was late. <laughs> no, that's all right. That's good. We're, we're pretty much done, and I think it's time to go and have a nice uh, something to eat. Uh, what a uh, Chinese lemonade.
<laughs> Something like that. You're a bit hungry, aren't you? Always. When's it due, mate? Always. Oh, about uh, probably <laughs> four months' time, I reckon. So, um, how are the viewers today? What, what have you been talking about the, that the, I've missed? Well, we haven't talked about much at all. Folks have done most of the talking, as usual. But if you want to hear what went on, mm. you'll have to relive what was episode 202 oh, of Radio Hotline. That light-hearted and zany podcast yeah. that takes a look at Fogues' life, <laughs> a long cupboards, takes a long <laughs> lack of greenery in his overseas. shop, <laughs> years of rooting around, 40 years of babbling on AA, and uh, Nissan paid swanning. That's right, swanage. And this show tonight was brought to you, since we're in the commercial era, from Bowden's. Yes, it was definitely... I like Bowden. shots yep. of cleaning fluid in my mouth. But the and car in, prefers and it in a nine-litre bucket. And Nissan. <laughs> yeah! And there's a good sponsor. Because we love Jeff Fisher. Yeah. And Nissan. <laughs> but we can't say anything bad about Nissan for, for you know, should we... Well, it's the Great White Hope, isn't it? <laughs> I don't think we'll we're going to get uh, V8 land. We're going to get a gig from anyone else. So I mean, I mean, at this moment we we're supporting folks travelling across the world, business class and first, and hanging around, you know, Park Avenue dot com right. with the the Kellys, courtesy of Nissan, and that us tonight mm. is our dinner is is ironically not sponsored by. Nissan, <laughs> but um, we'll do everything Bones. we can uh, do to mention how the lovely champagne provided by Andrew, uh, uh, a French version which has nothing to do with um, what's that name? Nissan. Uh, uh, that's it. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, no champagne. Gorgeous. And yeah. uh, the new uh, iPad made by Apple. Heavy Industries Nissan. <laughs> <laughs> or Nissan if you're... Nissan. I always remember when yeah. uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff Brabham started racing in America, they couldn't pronounce Jeff because they, they don't write Jeff like we write it. And they were calling him Geoff. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a pair of shoes. Gee off, Brandon. Gee off with you. Gee off with you, and we're off to dinner. Good night, viewers. Good night, Good night viewers. viewers. You should have come a bit earlier. Oh, I'm sorry about that. But That's I all right. I got caught up with these people. No, it's not. It's the 50th anniversary of the South Australian Mini Club. Oh, oh Mini Club. I can't believe I've not been in a Mini Club for 40 years. <laughs> There's plenty of Minis around. <laughs> Yeah, he's got his wheels and stuff off. No, he's got an eight.